Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Pioneer is set in the early 80s at the beginning of the Norwegian oil boom. Enormous oil and gas deposits are discovered in the North Sea. Authorities aim to bring the oil ashore through a 500-meter deep pipeline. Petter, a professional diver, is obsessed with reaching the bottom of the Norwegian Sea. Along with his brother Newt, he has the discipline, strength, and courage to take on the world's most dangerous mission. And I'm going to leave it there because I want to talk about the film, and I think if I say much more, we're going to give away a little more than I want to. So we're joined today by the director of this wonderful new narrative film uh, out in theaters uh, today called uh, Pioneer. The director is Eric Schoderberg. Eric, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Well, thank you for, so much for being here. And uh, tell me a little bit about this, because uh, this story of Pioneer, because it's based on a true story. Tell me a little bit of sort of the background and the Norwegian um, sort of narrative and then uh, the story, how, what drew you to the story and your desire to turn this into a film? I grew up in Norway when it was um, not a wealthy society in, in the 70s. And um, uh, that was the time when Norway discovered oil off its coast. Uh, the challenge was it was so deep that uh, it was situated so deep in the ocean that uh, you had to overcome depths which were deeper than anyone had ever worked before. So Norway, or the government, along with the international oil industry, sort of conducted several uh, experiments in order to prove that it was possible to work down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is all true, um, and I researched all this from, from various angles, uh, and, and we made the story based on a several sort of uh, incidents where the the main crust of it is that uh, these divers were kind of working class people who who were risk takers and they would uh, be willing to offer their or to risk their life uh, to do something to go somewhere where no one else had been before mm-hmm. uh, and that's basically what they did by going on that deep in, into the ocean what they didn't know was that it, it was uh, uh, they were risking their health in ways they weren't aware of, uh, especially the neurological system were, were, were set at risk. Now, in the film, um, the Norwegians are working with an American company in order to affect this massive uh, project and to bring oil from the Black Sea into uh, Norway. Is that based on a part, of, is that a true part of the film, or I mean, true part of the story? Is that what, what was going on? Yes. Very much so. I mean, the American diving companies and oil companies were involved. I believe that most of these international, uh, the international oil industry was to quite a big extent um, uh, driven by, by or led by American companies. Mm-hmm. And they um, would get involved because there, were, there was profit in it. But I guess it's also part of the American culture to uh, 
to overcome uh, what appears to be impossible. I mean, the, mm-hmm. this is a time, it's 10 years after the moon landing, so mm-hmm. uh, there's an optimism in what you can achieve. Anything is possible. Uh, now, it's important to underscore that how important this development was. As you said, uh, Norway, which is now considered one of the wealthiest, certainly per capita, countries in the in the world. So this was a real, uh, this whole uh, period of Norwegian history, a real game changer for them. Yes, uh, and that's where my interest uh, yeah. lay. You know, it was kind of, to me, I wanted to try and explore how did we get rich and what did it do to us yes. uh, in the process? How did it change us? And I found that these diaries were kind of like, uh, uh, I, I they would be, uh, they were the ones who would be like sort of the, uh, who would be leading the charge, you know, mm-hmm. and, and also sort of uh, felt the consequences more than anyone else. I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Eric Skolberg. He is the director of this new film coming out to, called Pioneer. Uh, and as much as it is as sort of a, a the backdrop is sort of a history lesson or uh, on in Nor- on Norway, uh, really the film is about the relationship uh, of Petter and New and his and their two brothers who are part of the Norwegian team that is doing the diving, and also the relationships as uh, that uh, Petter has with the others in the team, and as it sort of unravels, the film becomes kind of a thriller mystery and. In the, I would say sort of a parallax view. I don't know if you're that familiar with that film, but the uh, and uh, it's other films you've mentioned. You mentioned I've heard uh, the conversation Chinatown, but it has a, a thriller, mystery, sort of a conspiracy thriller. I guess is a good way to put it, uh, and very well done. Um, tell me a little bit about your influences in writing and putting this together. Are, are some of those films that I mentioned sort of touchstones for? For, for an American audience to sort of um, understand the, where you're going? Yeah, uh, yes, I, um, I grew up in the 70s. That was my first sort of, that was probably the, the formative years aesthetically, you know, for me. And, and, and I would be watching American thrillers. Quite a few of them were conspiracy thrillers like, um, like Chinatown, The Conversation. So I think in, in many ways they were... Uh, influential uh, on me on sort of on, on my interest in films, not the only influence, but but it was certainly a strong one. And uh, so when the subject matter of this movie came about, you know, I from from a film perspective, I I, I looked at some of these. I didn't look at them because I knew them yeah. by heart somewhat, but but uh, I could see there was a similarity, which which I found inspiring. Yeah, and as I said, this really is a film about uh, relationships and 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 understanding, you know, whose friend, who's who is, and who's who's on your side. And that it becomes the 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 gist of the film is who can Petter under uh, believe, who can who do, who's on his side, so to speak, in trying to uncover what is a tragic accident, apparently, maybe maybe not, and f- figuring out what what happened and who is responsible for that. Um, tell me a little bit about the uh, the film is a mixture of American actors and Norwegian actors. Tell me about working with a cast like that. Are there any uh, any special challenges that come along with working in that w- environment or not? Well, I made movies 
uh, I started out making movies here in, in, in Norway. Well, my first movie was called Insomnia, and then yes. I moved to the States for a brief period where I made a movie. So I sort of, uh, I tried both uh, both environments in terms of making movies, and, and I find that there, there are more similarities to making movies in different countries than there are differences. But um, uh, but obviously the uh, the actors in an American movie is more sort of, or the hierarchy is more based on the movie star mm-hmm. than it would be in European films. In, on, on this occasion, Wes Bentley and, and, and the others, you know, and, and Stephanie Sigmund, she's a Mexican, so she's, she's again a different culture, but, but they were all, they, they would approach it more from a, from a Scandinavian uh, filmmaking point of view because we were shooting it here. And, mm-hmm. and we really didn't have any <laughs> issues with that at all. It, it was more, it's more to do. It's harder to prepare actors when they fly in from mm-hmm. from different parts of the world uh, because you don't get that long period of preparation. So, luckily these days you can Skype or you can do other things. Um, well, but well, what... uh, it's a challenge to mix different nationalities. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but like any other artistic challenge, it, it's, it, it it can be also a positive challenge. Well, and you mentioned uh, Insomnia, which uh, is the film that. A lot of American audience would know you for, uh, and there are some uh, the sort of the pace and the vi- and the visuals of it reminds me. Uh, um, Pioneer reminds me of Insomnia in a lot of ways. The sort of sense of isolation that the characters had, and the and the issues surrounding who who to trust and who's there were a lot of uh, sort of stylistically it felt uh, very very much like um, Insomnia. Was that is that an accurate uh, assessment on that? Yes, I think it's the movie I've done, uh, which uh, which is in in terms of storytelling was similar to to Insomnia, because it's 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 told through a subjective viewpoint, you mm-hmm. know, like like the protagonist and the protagonists as whatever the protagonist uh, reveals sort of give, brings new context and perspective upon the story, you know, and 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 and, and you uncover it bit by bit, so. Um, so in many ways it's it is similar there there are also differences like one of them is like this is this is dealing with i kind of like to do make movies where you where I take the audience to a place i i feel like or i believe most well, most have never been yeah. and uh, and i want to convey the physical experience of that because i think cinema can do that so in, in insomnia i wanted to, to the audience to sort of feel like what well, what would it be like to to come somewhere where there's never darkness, and, and but still you feel like you you're guilty of something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whereas in this, it's it's more taking an audience down to to, uh, to a depth you've never been. You know, what, what would it feel like being down there in yeah. the ocean, uh, at the bottom of the ocean, 500 meters down? You do a wonderful. And, and what does it do to you? Yeah, and it's, you do a wonderful job. And in both films, there's a sense of this paranoia, and that in some many ways they're similar in that it turns out to be true. It's not. It's not just uh, the ravings of a of a lunatic uh, who thinks that they're seeing something that they're not. Uh, there actually is something going on. Um, now you mentioned um, the under uh, you alluded to the underwater um, work that you've done in this film, which is remarkable. It's a visually beautiful film. Beautiful film. Um, before I ask that question, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Eric Skoldeberg, the director of the film Pioneer, 
um, a wonderful f- film about the Nor- laying of a Norwegian pipeline, but much more. It's uh, more about uh, the relationships between the people, particularly the brothers. Tell me a little bit about the challenges of the sh- underwater shooting that you did in this film. I did a lot of research speaking to to the original divers who went down 500 meters uh, under the surface, and uh, some of their descriptions of what it would, what it would see down there uh, I found very fascinating. Like it's it's a bit like weather dependent, uh, the currencies or whatever. But you could uh, come across spells where it would be clear dark water. You could feel like it's it, it's infinite. You can yeah. see very very far, but it, but it but it depends on any light source or whatever. And I wanted to convey that feeling, but um, because I thought most underwater films were were too sort of murky, and and you didn't get any sort of sense of depth in them. Uh, but that proved to be an enormous challenge on a Scandinavian budget. So eventually, we we ended up on in Iceland, where they where there is a a carriage, underwater carriage, or whatever you'd call it, which has some of the clearest water you can find on Earth, I believe. It, it's it's, uh, it's uh, ice water, which has been sort of filtered by lava sand, and it comes out into this carriage. And that's where we shot uh, the, the, most of the underwater stuff. Some we did in a pool in, in, in Germany, too, and we mixed it, and there's obviously some visual effects work as well. But, but I kind of like to base it on real material, and, and, and that's what the Islamic part of the shoot provided us with. Well, Eric, the, uh, the photography and the sequences, the underwater sequences, were, are just spectacular, and they rival anything from the abyss. I mean, that's sort of, for me, one of the sort of standard for underwater uh, films, filmed underwater, I should say. Uh, and it's beautiful, and it really adds a tremendous amount of depth, in, so to speak, into in, the story. And obviously, it's a key point in in what the story, the in uh, in the story itself. But uh, I just uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. You put me underwater watching a movie, and you got me because that I find to be one of the most fascinating settings for um, for a film. Uh, challenging, I'm certain, but uh, it really is visually so stunning to look at. No, I, I, you know, I would say that, that that was one of my aims sort of in, 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 in taking on the challenge of making the movie. I sort of feel like oh, I need to bring the audience somewhere. That, that, that's really part, a strong part of my urge to, in, in, in making films, yeah. Yeah, well, you, you're, you're of the earth, but you don't feel like you're here in this world when you're underwater, and especially at the depths that they are in this film. And it just is a, a remarkable visual part of the telling of Pioneer. In the last minute, um, I just want to acknowledge some of the terrific acting in it. Uh, Axel Henney, Wes Bentley, you mentioned him, uh, Stephanie Sigmund, everyone across the board is very good in the film. Um, obviously, you have a, a way with the actors. I'm going back to Insomnia with uh, uh, um, Al Pacino, Hilary Swank, and um, Robin Williams. So, uh, do you have a theater background? What is how, what is your affinity with actors? Um, no, I I don't have a theater background. I, I've I've got a film school background from England, but I just enjoy working with actors a lot. I I just uh, enjoy the uh, the communication part. You know that that sense. And I, and I did a little bit of acting when I was a teenager. I think that helped me quite a bit. Well, you wonderful job, terrific film, um, Eric. And I I want to get you out of here. So uh, I appreciate your time. 
The film is Pioneer. Uh, we've been speaking with the, uh, the director, Eric Skolderberg. Thank you so much for being on Film School, Eric. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.